Okay, and we're back. Uh, so, I had to pick up some food. And I'm just going to say right now, that shit smells so delicious right now. We're, we're fucking hungry, okay? Don't judge us. My fat ass is hungry. But, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just, damn. Anyway, so, back to the story of Cancer Girl. We were on the wigs, and now we're continuing uh, off the wigs. Yeah, okay, so anyways, we're going to go ahead and X out the sexy parts, because that's none of y'all business, what I be doing in the bedroom. Uh-huh. Even though I be putting it down, because I'm a piece of shit. Okay, anyway, next. <laughs> okay, so. Um, so, anyway, so I, I went half on over some wigs, because I wanted my girl to look good. So she had done some sweet shit for me, she bought me some shirts or whatever. You know, she wanted me to look nice, too. And so, you know, we were just trying to help each other out. There's another reason why I actually liked her. Was the fact she was doing some shit that I had never seen any girls do for me. Now, now your max two years really did, like, tip that initiative very often. Well, she was kind of awful, too, so go on. But. That's for another story. That's, that's, that, that's another story. Anyway, so. I was thinking, okay, this is my girl. She's kind of ghetto, but fuck. That's what I liked about her. I actually don't got a problem with a sister, you know, that's from the hood. You know, like, but she really wasn't, she says she was hood, but she. She wasn't no hood. She wasn't no hood. Let me put this. She Her fucking family lived down all the way Kansas. in the suburbs of Kansas. Girl. Like, this place was so white, the place they lived. I'm talking about, hey, what, the, what the fuck was she living? Uh, Shawnee Mission. Oh, no, it's white. That, that, that was like white, okay? But she had to get it as fuck. She hugging around a lot of hood people. Yeah. So, even though we always fought or whatever, we always did have our passion. Don't give us that. So, anyway. We, um... We go through the motions, we celebrate her birthday. You know, I spent like seven, uh, 70 to about 150 bucks. You know, just kicking and drinking, having a good time. I think we watched the USC fights that night. Oh, that sounds like fun. You know, we just had a great time. We were having good times, you know? Yeah. And then I can tell that this, this is where uh, the problem started happening. So. I gotta keep on remembering to put my seatbelt on. Shit. Safety first, kids. So, this is where it started to get problematic. So, at the time I was living with my mother, okay? Oh, yeah, Lord Jesus. I remember this part. And my mom had already met her and everything. Thought she was a nice girl, was happy I was with a sister. You know, my mom's awesome. Okay, so she always wondered, like, do you like sisters? I'm like, yeah, I love sisters. My mother's black. My sisters are black. Of course, I like black women. I'm gonna be like, oh, no. Don't get me wrong. I love anybody of any race, any shape. Yep. It doesn't really matter the color to me. It's all about the color of your heart. Yep. If your heart's black, I sure as hell don't want it. Exactly. Well, okay. Let me raise that. You know what I mean. The heart needs to be red, not black. If you got a, if you got a, if you got a, a empty fucking heart, if it's a void, I'm talking like a black hole. I don't want it. 
Exactly. I don't want no heart that's made of steel. Now, if it's a broken heart, I'm really unwilling to be there to fix it. That's something that can be fixed anyway. So, I got I got gloves. I got I got puncture pres- resistant gloves. So she gives me a call telling me that one of her exes, and she had warned me about this, that one of her exes had broken into her house and fucked up her place, and had poured bleach all over her shit. So she was staying with a friend, but her friend lived all the way up north. Like I'm talking like almost an hour away. Oh damn. So. I knew because of the fact that she was going through cancer and all this shit, I'm thinking to myself, okay, she needs to be close to the hospital where she was going. She was going to KU Medical, she was saying. And she also needed to be close to work, which was all the way in Raytown. So... I talked to my mom about it, and she's like, you know, she can stay here for about a little bit until she get on her feet. That was actually surprising. I didn't expect mom to do that. And you know, you never, you, you never expect our mom to do a lot of things. Our mom is random. Sometimes you just you get you get a big old surprise out of the blue. Like, wait, wait, you're okay with that? Hold up, what? Yeah, I didn't expect her to be okay with that. She was like, because my mom's always told me never bring no woman into my house like that. Yep. And yet she was cool with Rachel coming in, so I knew she really liked Rachel. She lied to Rachel at the time. Or Rachel... Try to edit that out. Yeah. We can edit that out. Anyway, we'll just leave it. Anyway, so we knew she liked um, Cancer Girl at the time. And... So... She let her stay. So... Time goes by. And I'm starting to realize our relationship ain't gonna work. She, what about this? It was like I couldn't get no help from her. Mm -hmm. For instance, one night, and I remember our mom was there, and I was sitting there cooking us some dinner. And I said to her, hey, babe, I forgot something in the car. Can you go get it? She was like, you can go get it. I was like, I got my hand full of meat right now. Can you go grab it out the car? The car is like right there. Like, you just go grab this thing for me so I can finish up my meal. I was like, no, you can go get it. And I was just like, I was pissed off. Instead of starting an argument, because I wasn't going to start arguing in my mother's house. I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to go get some manor. I'll come back a little later. Um, finish up. I'm just going to be gone for about 10, 15 minutes. I had to go drive around, like drive for a minute to get away from her. Because she like made me so upset. Because of the fact, this wasn't the first time in the um, in that couple of weeks. Like, she had done some, like, stupid stuff. But the laziness was getting on my nerves. She was getting lazy, so she was getting freaking comfortable. Mm-hmm. Poor attitude. Disrespect. She was being very disrespectful a lot of the times. And I had to check her a couple times. Yep. And so, I was just at my wits end. I was almost like, okay. At this point, I had to make a decision. I was like, look, 
I'm gonna stick around with her probably until after my birthday. After that, I think I'm gonna call it quits. It's like I will still be there for her. Mm -hmm. The fact she's going through cancer. Because and then on top of that, I was close to her daughter. I was like, and plus I wanted to be in the kids' life because she didn't have anybody to support being around the kid. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to still have a friendship with her because of that. Yeah. So I was thinking about it rationally. I just thought, all right, it's gonna work a lot. I even talked to my mom about it. And she was like, okay, I understand. I don't want to tell her, you know, you want to see you can get back with your family or something like that or whatever, but we ain't going to work, and I can't I can't have us fussing and fighting among ourselves. So, mm -hmm. a week later, like two weeks later, no, 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 it was about a week later because it was the week of me and mom's birthday because me and my mom shared the same birthday. And I remember that Monday... We went over to her parents' house to go visit her daughter. Right. Spent time, hung out with her daughter. And then I was like, hey, um, I want to talk to your parents seriously about something. At this point, I was I was still in debate whether or not I wanted to break up with her. Right. And me and her have been talking like, how's your son doing? The second kid. Mm -hmm. She's like, he's going through some things, whatever. Um, yada, yada, yada. Right. But I still hadn't met the kid. He's still with the military family member. So. Next I, one. Oh, so I'm like, okay. Cool. Um. I, let me talk to your parents one on one for a minute. And for some reason, she started fighting and fussing with me. And it turned out her parents wanted to talk to me too. And I'm like, why can't you leave me and your parents alone? I have been noticing that every time we came over, like every time I was trying to have a long conversation with her parents, here she show up. It was like she was trying to hide something from me. And we, I, let's see. It's that one. It's that one right there. I was just, let me, let me go ahead and pause this for a second, okay? Let me get on my thoughts. You know, so we got a delivery. Hold on. So. After she fussed and followed me for about 45 minutes, I was like, go take your daughter, go to the park, and go hang out with her. Have some one-on-one -on -one time with her. You haven't really been able to do that since you got with me. And she was very reluctant to do so. This was the ultimate red flag. That was such a red flag right there. Because you know, you know why she why she did that shit? Because she knew y'all start talking, and the truth going to come out. And it did. We got to talking. I'm giving this. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, you know, you know, I got your daughter's best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. And it turned out because like they seemed kind of awkward around me. Not because I was black and them like that. Because okay, by the way, she's adopted. Right. 
she's adopted. Her um, siblings are adopted. Um, because they couldn't have kids, so they adopted black children. They're white, but they were good people. I'm not gonna sit here in front. I didn't really have no problems with them. Heck, I even went to Catholic mass with them. Which is nice. I'm okay. First of all, I went to Catholic mass with them because they were trying. They were just like, please come to church with us. Come to church with us. Come to church with us. They were just so nice. I couldn't deny that. I'm. I. So I was like, okay, I'm not really Catholic, but I'll come. Right. Like, they they were really nice people. I've eaten dinner with them a couple times, bro. So. I thought they didn't like me, but it turns out it wasn't the fact that they didn't like me. It was just the situation. And the situation was as follows. So we got to talk and I gave him a speech. just like, you know, I look, I got what's best for your daughter and your granddaughter. I really care about them deeply. And I promise that I'm not like the other boyfriends. And they're like, we already know. We already know that about you. It's not really you that we have a concern about. It's the fact that what's going on is got to be concerned about. Like, she's not an honest person. I don't think she's telling you everything. Heck, we're still skeptical about her with this cancer. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that part is legit. She's been going to chemo and everything. Da da da. But she won't let me go with her. I was like, she hasn't let me go with her. She said she wanted to do this on her own. But I agree, one of us should be there with her. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that when we get when we, when she gets back. Right. And so we're sitting down and we're talking. I'm like, you know, I also got what's best interest for your grandson, too. Our grandson? Yeah. One that's out of state that lives, um, that lives with the military uh, family member. And they're like, there is no grandson. I'm like, what are you talking about? What about that? Like, she sold a story to so many boyfriends. I'm like, what do you what do you mean she sold so many stories to boyfriends? Like, what are you talking about? There is no second kid. And so I'm just taken back even more. It's like, you know. You know, she had told me this whole time there was another child. I'm I'm not even, like, BSing. It was like, we, we know. I ain't gonna lie. Part of me wanted to break up with her then and there. And I probably should have. And, but for some real reason, I don't know what it was. I was just like, ain't the time to do it. And on top of that, her daughter got back. Her and her daughter just got back. I knew if I called the scene right there, the kid was going to see it. I was thinking about the kid at the time. Which is the right thing to do is think about the kid. So, I just kind of blew it off. I'm just like... $99 for cremation. I should just get cremated. Really, nigga? Sorry. Just got to put some dark in there. Anywho... So, so I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, whatever. And I, I'm literally digesting this as me and her on the car ride home. 
And she's like, so what are you going to do for your birthday? I was like, I'm not sure. Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. You know, I'm just, I'm a little tired. No, I was just pissed off. Like, I was upset. I was just like, damn. Did I just get another one that's just, you know, like this? You know, just lying, hurting. And I was just like, you know what, fuck it. Whatever. I'm going to break up with her next week after my birthday and shit. I just want to get through my birthday. Try to have a good time. Whatever. So, get through the next day, go to work and all that kind of stuff. So I really didn't see much of her. And then the next morning came. On Monday, on that day, she had promised her mom that she could go with her to one of her treatments. They said at the time, she's supposed to be there at 11, da da da. Blah, 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 blah. So, I wake up and my phone has been blown the fuck up. By who? Her mom. Oh, shit. I'm like, why, why, why is she calling so much? So, I pick up the phone and talk to Cancer Girl's mom, and she's like, you, you fucking lied to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you both fucking lied to me. About what? Oh, I'm just like. She's like, what? I'm, I'm at the hospital right now. Right. Okay. Um, you're a little early. I, I haven't even woken up Rachel. She's supposed to, I'm sorry. I'm a cancer girl. I haven't woken her up yet. But she's right here. So I don't need to fucking talk to her. I just went to the oncologist. And they don't even have any record of her being here. The name that she gave me was for a fucking gynecologist. What do you mean? The doctor she gave me was a gynecologist. She has no record with even the gynecologist, no record with the oncologist, nothing. I can't believe that I believed in you. I'm just like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I'm just as shocked as you right now. Like, I thought she was going there. She even, I've even dropped her off there. And then I started putting everything together in my head, even from the hospital business when she wasn't feeling well, I took her. I did, I basically did a lot of running around with her when she was going through all this. I mean, I went to the hospital with her like three times just to make sure everything was right. And I was, I had to realize that 
she played me. And it was time for me to just admit it, like. You already done this one. Yeah. And I I didn't know what else to do. I I had it. I was I was done. No, this was the day of my birthday too. So, I was sitting out on the front porch when I found out all this. And I was like, hey, I'm really sorry, you know, but um, I think me and your daughter are going to be over it, man. Like, so. I'm, I'm really sorry that it came to all of this. And know that I really didn't know she would do something like that. She was like, like, I'm really, really sorry. So I hung up the phone. I'm, my mind is racing. I'm hurting. And I just started making calls to our mutual friends. At the time, we had a mutual friend too who was going through the same thing. That she was supposed to be going through. She had breast cancer. Yeah. So, I'm telling that mutual friend, I called you. I was pissed. I called my sister in Florida. She was pissed. She almost flew up there. Oh, I know she did. So I almost drove up there. I told my, I told our mother, and she could hear the hurt of my voice. I didn't even cry. I was just hurt. I didn't even, I didn't know what to feel at that point. I was like, no. Because you shouldn't throw her shit outside. I really wanted to just, I, I wanted to blow up, okay? But I knew that wasn't gonna reconcile me. After talking to a couple people, and at least getting myself to a cooler state to handle this situation, I fucking went ahead and went in the room. I remember exactly what I did to So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in the chair in the room. I'm looking right at her, too. Trying to figure out, do I just wait until she wakes up? Do I wake her up? And I guess in a weird way, she knew that I was looking at her. Because she's like, why the fuck are you looking at me? Why aren't you in bed? What the fuck's going on? I'm like, I got a call from your mother today. She's like, yeah, and we're, I'm supposed to meet up with her later. Your mom went to the hospital early. You wanna know what she told me? She told me you gave her the name of a gynecologist. Yeah, that's for my oh, I'm not done. I also found out nobody knows who you are in the fucking system. There's no oncologist that knows you. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. 
And I'm thinking to myself, I fucking dropped you off there. I can't believe of all things that anybody can lie to me about is having a deadly disease that people have died from all over the world. Black women, white women, people in general have fucking died from this illness and you lied. I can't even look at you right now. I'm just gonna let you know right now, you need to pack up your stuff, we're all over. And she says, I like, but she even tries to like embrace. I'm just like, don't touch me, please. Just pack your stuff and go. She's like, all right, fine. I'm like, thank you. So she packs up her stuff. I'm sitting in the chair and I'm just, whatever, you know, I'm just kind of like, fuck you. Just hurry up. She gets all of her stuff. She packs it in the damn car and she tries to kiss me. I'm just like, just go. It's like, I was like, I want to fix this. I'm going to go talk to my mom. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We're done. And she drives off. And I go to my Facebook, change my relationship status. People are like, what the fuck? I thought you just found somebody. What's going on? I'm like, you really want to know? Inbox me. All my close friends at the time, I told them what happened. They were all like, what the fuck? Got me. Still pissed about that shit. In some weird way, I probably could have worked it out whatever I'm about the kid. The kid thing's one thing. But the cancer thing is just... It was so fucked up. That's so fucked up. So... And there's some, she comments on relationship, and I was like, well, I guess that's done. Single again. And she's like, she comments on it. Like, you'll find somebody better, blah, blah, blah. Blocked. <laughs> Fucking me. <laughs> I, I was like, fuck it. And then at that point, I was also tired. I realized how much stress this relationship put on me. I'm sitting here worrying about somebody who didn't even have cancer. Mm-hmm. And they're always running around and stuff. And I went to sleep. You I don't sleep. realize that about us. We're, we're, we're those kind of people that are ride or, die, ride or die kind of people. We're there for you unless you fuck up. That's all I did. I went to fucking sleep. And I didn't go back to work for about three days. And... People knew why. Why I wasn't at work and whatever. And I said, fuck it. Good night. Bye. So, I wasn't depressed during that time. I was just more, I needed to recharge my batteries. But, I haven't heard from her since. I did forgive her. Even though it was one of the hardest things to do. But I knew. I was like, look, I forgive you. But get your life together and then 
I block that number. It's like you just the hammer and then move on. Shouldn't hold on to so much hatred and something or somebody or so much anger because it's just like you're gonna drag it into the next relationship to the next person. That's pretty much somebody living inside your head. You don't want that. The only person to be inside your own damn head is your own self. Exactly. You shouldn't hear anybody else's voice in your head. But for that relationship, I've also gotten wiser. Yep. Because I should have been more observant in that relationship. And actually trust the signs. But any less I can tell you, you see red flags, you need to call them out on them. Yep. That's what I learned. And that's why that's why me and uh, GTA Douche aren't together. I knew the signs were happening, but I sure as hell called them out on them. Every time. You sure as hell didn't like it. Now, with that, I think we're coming out of about an hour. Should we go ahead and end it? Oh, yeah. So, you are now with Delivery Bros. And this is a story from my motherfucking life. I'm Anthony. And I'm Delorean. And thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for... Listen, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Till then, see you soon.